Welcome to I Have Some Notes Side Notes Edition. This is the part of the I Have Some Notes podcast where we don't talk about one movie. We talk about whatever we want, basically. Uh, coming to you live, well, not really live. Well, it could be live if you have a time machine. More on that in a second. <laughs> uh, coming to you from uh, the uh, I Have Some Notes studio, I'm Colin McIntyre. I'm Greg Beaver. I'm Scott C. Bourgeois. I'm Anita Bourgeois. Yeah, so we're just going to talk about just whatever randomy nonsense sort of thing we want. I think the first randomy nonsense thing that should be mentioned is you might notice the sound quality oh, yes. has jumped up considerably. Well, hang on a second there, Scott, because assuming, we're still figuring out how to use assuming, this. Assuming Greg doesn't break it. <laughs> the sound quality is presumably much better, or at the very least you can hear all four of us much clearer. Or we'll because all be in helium voices. Someone spent a little bit of money on this podcast. Yeah, spent a little cheddar. It wasn't That's right. Me. No, it was not. Yeah, you didn't sell your blood, did you, Greg? No. no. Okay. I'm banking on us being an enormous podcast in a few (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. By this time next year, it should all pay for itself. Uh, Okay. Well, there we go. Yes. How many Patreons have have you got so far? Um, Oh, you can have more than one Patreon? Oh. (laughs) Do do moms (laughs) count as Patreons? Just one guy throws you a couple bucks every month. (laughs) Get out out of my office. Yeah. If you have enough Patreons, eventually you should pay it. (laughs) Is it (laughs) it Patreons or Patrons? Patreon? Well, your patrons on Patreon. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Although I've heard some people call it Patreon, and really? I just, I just give them side eye. Yeah, so like that is clear. That is clearly not how that's oh, okay. at all. Fair enough. Uh, what should we talk about first? Who wants? Greg, you've got lots of notes on notes things. So. Well, sure. Maybe we can do like a quick non-spoilery. Uh, chat about Wonder Woman because okay, you and sure. I saw it. But, yeah, I've seen uh, it. Unfortunately, we, the other we half haven't of the seen table it yet. The bourgeois have not seen mm. it. It, it's very good, and you will be delighted that you had gone to see it. <laughs> I, I am looking forward to it. We just haven't gone yet. I will say that the, 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 the movie is good, sort of like on a sliding scale from beginning to end. I don't know if you felt like that with the that the the first and second act are, are A plus, and the third act feels a bit of a C minus. Yeah, it kind of starts coming into like, okay, been there, seen that, done that. But I mean, whatever, movies. Yeah. I will say this about Wonder Woman. The more I thought about it, uh, the more I started to like it. So because like, cause I usually, That's always a good time. Usually when I see a movie, I have like my kind of like, you know, the initial sort of things start hitting me. But it's like I usually have to process it. And the more as, as I got in like the, the two or three days after we'd seen it, which would almost be today because we saw it on Friday. Um the more I thought about it, the more and more I liked it. And the more it makes me want to watch it again, which to me is like the high point of, of a good movie. So if you're like, yeah, this yeah. was great. I would watch that again. Yes. Not, I will yeah. definitely watch Wonder Woman again. Did you see it in point. 3D or Glorious 2D as I've been promoting on Twitter all week? I would have loved to have seen it in 2D, but unfortunately I was stuck oh, watching it in great. 3D. <laughs> Tangential uh, story to that. We went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 recently. Yep. And we went and saw like an Ultra AVX version Super, of the, the yep. movie because we didn't want to have to do general rush seating we wanted to pay for our seat mm-hmm. and then show up right before the movie and sit in our seat sure and so we had to suck it up and see it in 3d and at the end of the movie they were handing out passes on the way out saying sorry that the 3d wasn't working and we were like huh we hadn't even noticed really? that the 3d wasn't working <laughs> but in retrospect it was like no that was that was not in 3d we were wearing 3d glasses for nothing through the whole movie did not notice the 3D wasn't working. So we got to see the movie in 2D, which is how we would have wanted to see oh, it. Oh, perfect. And we get a free movie pass. And we got a free movie pass. For seeing nice. the movie the way we wanted to see it. For me, winner, for winner, me winner. 3D is a little bit like when you rub your eyes really heavily and then you open them and everything's like fuzzy at first and then slowly your vision sort of like comes back to you. That's what it feels like when I put on those glasses. It's just <laughs> like everything is dark and and sort of like... 
uh, doubled up a little bit, and then eventually my eyes adjust, and then I just see normally. Yeah, that's always been my complaint about it, is just that like, you're paying this extra money for this experience. Yeah. But after your brain gets used to what you're seeing, you just don't really process it. Yeah. yeah. And really, the most 3D part of any 3D movie is that popcorn image where it's like, please put on your 3D glasses. Because that one's super 3D. Yeah. And then everything else, it's like, yeah, it's kind of 3D. I, yeah, I, it's kind of coming at me. I will say this about the 3D, though, is that because uh, they had, so we, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy in 3D as well. Uh, so they had like the Thor Ragnarok trailer oh, at the so beginning of that, and also at the beginning of Wonder Woman. And I noticed the difference. I'm like, hmm, the trailer does look better in 3D because usually that's when your brain is still looking like, oh, look, 3D. Because <laughs> it's, it's the first trailer. And I'm like, oh, you know what? The trailer looks better in 3D. But then after that, like the movie was just whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Wonder Woman, very good. Go, yeah, Wonder Woman. It, it yeah. made all of the money. It did on the weekend, which is good. Yep. Uh, a because uh, apparently it sets a high point for. Quality in DC movies, finally. Yep. Uh, and B, because it's the first female-led superhero movie of quality. Not necessarily the first one, but the first one of quality. And the fact that it's done really well bodes well for both, I would say, both DC and Marvel going forward. Maybe yeah. taking more gambles on female-led uh, superhero movies. Well, At you least can't... that's the hope. Well, and you, well, you can't, you can't, they can't use the argument anymore, right? Because now it's like, now I think you can look, you can say... If you're some like, oh, we can't have several movies, blah, blah, blah. You know, you've got, you, okay, okay, after, you know, you've got all your Hunger Games. You've got, uh, you know, you've got, you know, Star Wars, now female-led. You've got, you know, now we've got, what I think it's it's really great that Wonder Woman, again, made all the money, but also it's just, like, genuinely loved, like, at, like, 110% on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever it is. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was another uh, review show that I was listening to who was, was pointing out that, that, Wonder Woman is actually the first real A-list uh, comic book hero That's to get, fair. like, female A-list comic book hero to get her own movie. Because previously it's been sort of like... Catwoman? Catwoman, yeah. Electra. Uh, Electra, yeah. Blurg. <laughs> yeah, Barbed no, wire. Uh, and I, I would go so far as to say I don't think that Wonder Woman's necessarily an anomaly either. <laughs> I don't think that Wonder Woman's necessarily an anomaly either in that... Uh, studio exec couldn't necessarily say, well, people only went and saw it because it's Wonder Woman. Not because <laughs> it was a lady, but because it's specifically Wonder Woman. No, I think there is an appetite for that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And that this, the audience was in some ways maybe so starved for it that they jumped at the opportunity to see Wonder Woman. But yeah. I think that there's sustainability there. So studio execs who listen to this podcast, and I yes. know there are many of you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, take note, Black Widow movie could work. Yeah, no, give ScarJo give ScarJo her movie. Marvel. Black Come Black on. Widow is the most the most interesting person in that universe. Give her the movie. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, see, there you go. Built-in audience. Yeah. Anita will go see your movie. <laughs> That's one. Yes, I will <laughs> one sustain one. One down. I will sustain <laughs> this whole thing. But we, we do want to see Wonder Woman in the near future, so maybe come next side notes, we'll be able to give a spoilery review. Yeah, I think yeah. we I think we can safely say that, that we would never do an episode on Wonder Woman, though. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I I probably, probably could, but maybe it. not every <laughs> because I'm a big cynic. <laughs> I will say this: a hats off to Patty Jenkins for taking um, Zack Snyder's speed ramp technique and uh, turning it up to ten, as <laughs> I really enjoyed her. Uh, her efforts with it every every speed ramp felt purposeful instead of irritating you know and uh so and, and just about every like speed ramp is like an awesome badass amazon move there I, there there was a moment in the movie and i and i 
I've only they've only experienced it like three times, even though all the super all the superhero movies that have happened. I've only experienced it three times where I've actually my something in my brain starts to smile and says, I'm watching a comic book in real life. The first scene was the, the I think the first time was when Doc Ock fought Spider-Man on the train in Spider-Man 2. It was like, okay, this is a comic book. I'm seeing a comic happen. Uh, the when the Avengers kind of team up and they do like their team up fight against in the first Avengers movie. Then there's then there's a scene where it says one woman fighting a bad guy, and you know the the bad guy in the movie, and I just have that I had just had that again. I hadn't had that for a couple of years, so I was happy to see that. So yeah, good on you, filmmakers. Yeah, thank you for making my brain smell. <laughs> also, I really feel like DC owes me because Batman <laughs> versus Superman was so bad it made me angry. Like I I hated that movie. With a fiery, fiery passion, I hated that movie. Yeah, we're well on and the so, record as, as hating that movie. Yeah, the this fact, the fact that, that Wonder too, Woman too is receiving praise and is doing well, and by most accounts is a very good movie, uh, makes me happy. Yeah. Absolutely. What else have you been watching, Colin? Uh, I've been watching lots of, lots of oldish movies, which is kind of weird. And by oldish, I mean like, you know, 10 years old. So like last night we watched uh, Collateral. I'd never seen Collateral. I wanted to see a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, watch Collateral, which I'd never seen before. Which I've was... never seen it either. Really? I'm, I, I feel like I've Crime seen drama. it, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah? Except that he was, like, in, like, some sort of, like, white suit at some point. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Did so, I get that so, right? Well, yeah, Tom Cruise, he has, like, he has, like, a gray beard and kind of gray hair and wears a gray suit. And he's just kind of this, this like, hitman guy and sort of Does kidnaps. a lot of running. Yeah, does, does a lot. Of, so much running, in fact. I kind of I, I wonder if that's now a stipulation in Tom Cruise movies. Oh, for there sure. There has to be like a sprinting, like at least multiple sprinting scenes. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that a thing? Isn't that like Sean Bean must die in all of his movies? Tom Cruise must sprint. Tom Cruise must run. And is it someone else has to eat? Oh, uh, Brad, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt is always eating. Yeah. And, Brad, and Tom Hanks is always peeing. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, is that what? <laughs> it's, it's one of those things you hear about. It's one of those like, actor no, affectations. Yeah. yeah. Also, we watched uh, Horns, the Daniel Radcliffe movie. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, is that any good? Yes, it's great. Okay. And, I, and I, I've kind of decided, I'm not sure if Daniel Radcliffe is my favorite actor, but if he's in a movie now, I will watch it because he's, like, to use Scott's term, he has all the money in Britain. He does not need to work. So all these movies he picks are all these, these kind of weird, interesting, wonky kind of films. He I'm does the sure. movies he wants to do. Yeah. So, yeah, Horns was, Horns was really cool. There are a couple actors who are kind of on Very that dark. level where they're like, you know what? I don't, I don't have to do this for the money for a long time, so I'm just going to do the movies that I want to do. Yeah. Bill Murray is one of those people. Yeah, yeah. here's the yeah. thing, though. Most people achieve that way later in their career. <laughs> well, when you're Daniel Harry Radcliffe Potter. Daniel Radcliffe is, like, what, 10? <laughs> like, in, in terms of, like, his career, he's really still at the beginning of it. So the fact that he can do that but is he made pretty all amazing. That, he made all that Harry Potter money. Oh yeah, yeah. that sweet Harry Potter money. Get that all all done up front, and then just do passion projects for the rest of your life. Yeah, that works out. Amazing. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, you have the best life. Yeah, yeah. Horns was dark, kind of kind of spooky in parts, but actually surprisingly dark. Like, and it was going to be dark. It wasn't expected to be quite as dark as it was. Yeah, but very enjoyable. Excellent. So, you know what else is kind of like that is Elijah Wood. Like he made yeah. all of his money with uh, the Lord of the Rings, I would imagine, and and now he's doing all sorts of. No, weird no, Elijah things. Wood had money before that, though. I guess with um, Although his his big deal was Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. What was, was he in before that? He was in The Good Son, right? Back to the Future. <laughs> he's one of the little kids in the Future Cafe 
in is he Doctor yeah the oh really? that was like his I first think movie his line is you have to use your hands oh I think really that, i think that one's elijah oh, wood. he's okay. annoying no back idea. to the future kid yep yeah. ha! if you go back cool. and watch it you'll be like oh that's totally elijah wood yeah it was like his first movie role yeah uh so a trailer hit sure and uh i saw it on facebook and i showed it to anita for a kenneth branna <laughs> remake of murder on the orient express starring kenneth branna Nice. And As it's got like Dame Judi Dench in it, and it's got like Willem Dafoe in it. Oh. Uh, it's, it looks really like intriguing to me. Uh, and so earlier this week, oh, yes. Anita and I watched the original Murder on the Orient Express. When was that made? That was 73, 74. Yeah, it's a, it's a 70s, 70s movie. It's got like Sean Connery in it oh. and uh, Lauren Bacall. Uh, it was it was really good actually for mm. for an older movie. It's quite well done. Oh yeah, very enjoyable. And uh, so if you if you like some older films of a mystery bent, uh, go check out Murder on the Orient Express. Maybe keep an eye out for the new one. It looks like it might be pretty good. I'm kind of excited for it. I cool. I want to go see it. I yeah, I like a good murder mystery. And uh, I assume that. Uh, Everybody knows how that story ends. It's kind of one of those Rosebud is his sled things, but I won't spoil it right now. I haven't Just in seen case. it yeah, at I haven't all. Seen yeah. it. No, fair oh, you might have also read you, it too. You don't know the because it is an Agatha Christie. Oh, okay. It is an Agatha Christie thing. Mm. But then uh, I'm not going to tell you. There you go. So <laughs> yeah, check it out down. and be surprised if you don't know how that ends. Cool. I will do so. Well, I've been doing a lot of uh, well, half watching Netflix because I had a lot of freelance work. Last week, and just to have uh, Netflix going while I'm while I'm working, and I and I just picked a random uh, TV show to keep my mind sort of uh, half occupied. Friends? And, uh, hmm? Was it Friends? No, okay. it was a show that I'd never seen before called The Divide. I've heard I, of The Divide, which I knew nothing about when I turned it on. Uh, it is a law drama centered on the Innocence Project. Oh, cool. <laughs> But oh. it's also <laughs> heavily steeped in uh, in uh, sort of racial politics, and which isn't a bad thing. That that could be a good thing. Uh, but this show sort of chooses to um, uh, reverse the black and white roles. So the black characters are kind of like the rich people who are in power. And the white people are the scrappy underdogs in the Innocent Pro- Innocence Project. And uh, the whole season centers around uh, a, a white dude who was accused of killing a black family, but is actually innocent. Hmm. So, I mean, in isolation, maybe, that's not, maybe it's not like a story that you shouldn't tell, but Trayvon Martin died in 2012, and this movie... Uh, TV series came out in 2014 so knowing that uh, like I went back and looked at that afterwards and I was like that seems pretty tone deaf like the the Black Lives Matter movement it's already in full swing at that point and this (laughs) so it it only went one season and then it got cancelled so strangely got (laughs) cancelled and it seemed like like the 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 name of the show the divide is, is basically I think it's directly referencing like the black white divide right mm. so yeah do not recommend I, can't, <laughs> do not... I honestly can't tell if if it's accidentally racist or or not well there are a few moments in the show where where a black guy gets to tell 
a white person to to fuck off in like a glorious way. That happened. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like a couple times, they, but... they reversed it and given like the black people the white man roles, right? Yeah. But then at the same time, it's yeah, but we gotta save the white guy because he's all downtrodden. It's like, well, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, the the show itself, like it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not necessarily like the way that it's scripted is, is the most offensive thing that I've watched well, or anything good. like that. But it like it kind of. It kind of skirts the offensive line, like it just kind of keeps riding it, and and the characters themselves are sort of like not particularly consistent and often make wild and confusing choices, and so I can it's not hard to understand why it got canceled. Who, okay. produ- who, who produced it? Was it like a network show or was it a Netflix show or? Don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that, that doesn't matter. I was just curious. Okay. Well, I'm I'm curious because because of of the. The dearth of television now. It's I'm always curious. Like, so who's making these shows? What's happening? Yeah, I like a good law drama. I I watched the shit out of The Good Wife. And it was a great show. Hmm. Oh, see, and I've discovered I I really have a thing for murder mysteries. Yeah, those two. I've been I've been binging Castle. We a while back. Uh, I, uh, Miss Fisher's, uh, Miss Marple, uh, Poirot. <laughs> Like all of them, I was like, "Yes, murder mysteries. Tell Ms. me all about it." Is there a Miss Fisher versus Miss Marple, like Dawn of Murder? Like, <laughs> no, crossover? but I would watch that. Oh, okay, I love Miss Fisher's. I've now tried to watch The Fall twice. Which which the false, fall? The the one with Gillian Anderson. Okay. And uh, uh, false start both times. Yeah, oh, sorry. I watched the first episode and just couldn't. I keep t- I keep hearing it's very good, but. I just can't get it. There's there's another movie called The Fall that is on my watch list because I've only seen the first half of it. And I really want to go back and watch the rest of it. And it stars Lee Pace. And it's this... The Pie Maker? Yes, The Pie Maker. Um, it's this it's this amazing story that this, this man in a hospital is concocting for this little girl. So whenever it cuts to the story being told, it's being told from her imagination so everything is just huge and grand and colorful and everyone's wearing masks and it's oh, yeah. this grand scenery and it's it's just this really beautiful movie and I have no idea how it ends. I really <laughs> want to finish it. Well, I should put that higher up on my list of things to watch. I found that like my uh, ratio of like half-watched things has gone up since the advent of Netflix. <laughs> You start something and you get into it and then you like stop watching it for a few days and then at that point you've picked something else up. Yeah. We we suffer from that a lot at our house. We'll yeah. get really into something and we'll binge it for a while and then something else will distract us and we never go back and finish it. We haven't finished House. We have at least three or four anime series that we've We kind of finished. finished House at the point where we should have finished Apparently, House Apparently though. we also stopped uh, Battlestar Galactica. Around the right, time right when, where it, we when it should have been stopped, yeah. Heroes. Yeah, we watched the first season of Heroes. Yeah, you are correct. You, yeah. I made it all the way through all we to, the, to the end of the sixth season of Community, and I wish I had stopped at four. We're, See, sometimes, sometimes though, you stop watching a show right when you needed to, <laughs> yeah. so that it, it, it still you remember it as good, and you didn't go through its like dork age where it became terrible. We've, I think, we've we've hit that point in The Office where um, I think we're at the season before um, Michael Scott leaves. Sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like we want to keep watching it, but it's also just it's not as good anymore. Eddie Helms is now like one of the primary characters, which bugs the crap out of me. You think like, oh, I should I should really just stop? Yeah. Now. So yeah, we've just kind of like we should really finish this. And it's like no, not really, not really. 
Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is one you should watch all the way through to the end. Same with 30 Rock. Some series yeah. do end on a high note or go out kind of on their own terms. Hmm. Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. So. They can't, they're not all friends. <laughs> <laughs> they don't all last three or four seasons longer. Than, is Big, Bang, said, yeah. Big Bang Theory still on, right? Yeah. 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 Like didn't they just, yeah, didn't they just like sign up for 12 new seasons and a spinoff? 12 new seasons? Six seasons and a movie. I, I, I'm exaggerating, but I do know that they have a young Sheldon spinoff that's coming oh, because right. people oh, really? wanted more of that. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah, it's gonna. Be I a, don't. It's gonna be a single camera too, right? And it's, it's gonna, gonna probably be terrible. I still don't get. I still don't get how Big Bang got as big as it did. Because it's easy. Easy uh, jokes. Easy nerd. Like, can you make easy yeah, nerd CBS jokes? CBS comedies for 10 are not years? typically the most challenging. No. Mm. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm way behind in Big Bang. I liked it when it started, and I think I stopped watching somewhere in the third season. And I always meant to go back, because I, I did like it, but everyone's like, ah, it really goes downhill. I'm like, but I still I, I still kind of want to see... I, it's, it's bad I want to see for myself, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, I watched... I recently did, like, a full Friends rewatch, and I went through everything. All of them? The, yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's a lot. I that's tore all, through it pretty quick, too, as I recall. But yeah, I mean, it does... It does trail off quite severely in the in the ninth season, but more more from a story perspective than from like a comedy perspective. Like the jokes are still good. It's just like it's just like this Ross and Rachel thing is just you're just like I'm irritated with this now. <laughs> still done with this. Yeah, I don't care about their babies or any of that. <laughs> yeah, we've been binging uh, TNG again lately. Yeah. Because uh, and this is a shout out to Sam Power. She got me listening to the Greatest Gen podcast. Greatest is Generation so is a ridiculous Star Trek: The Next Generation podcast, and so we've been enjoying it. And we started list or we started binge watching Star Trek: The Next Generation to catch up to them. And uh, TNG is not meant to be binge. No, it is not. <laughs> um, you start to see a lot of like, wow, the ship gets taken over a lot <laughs> in this show. Wow, like th- things that you Worf wouldn't notice. Beaten up a lot. Things you wouldn't notice in isolation if you were watching the show like week to week. Yeah, or become day to day. Glaringly obvious when you watch them back to back. So I had the same experience. I was actually it was kind of like rewatching the old Batman the animated series cartoons. <laughs> and again, watching when you're young versus when you're watching over and over. It's like every episode. There is some wealthy benefit. There's some like charity benefit, charity ball in Gotham, and that's always that's always the focal point for every like bad guy caper, every single episode. Anyway, I think that's true with it. the '60s Batman show too. Probably, yeah. It's always yeah. like, oh, that wouldn't the... surprise me. Yeah. Speaking of watching uh, Trek consecutively, when uh, there was, I think there was an anniversary for um, the Best of Both Worlds uh, recently, and they had cut Beth, Best of Both Worlds together into to form like a movie and it was in theaters so we went to go see it in theaters and at the, the be- what's the best part of best of both parts? the end of the first part the, be- the end of the first half where, where you have Riker's- the tension build and Riker says fire and then the big dun, 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 dun. yeah well in this that is completely flat because <laughs> there's no pause it just goes fire and then right into them firing and it doesn't do anything and it's just instead of six so months of suspense just, yeah yeah takes away all of the drama <laughs> yeah. yeah so that is definitely not the way to watch best of both worlds i, I, I don't Good recommend to know. it i think we've run out of time colin i think uh, we have so anyone want to have like a last minute note they want to throw 
throw out really quickly? This is the point where we say fire and the <laughs> music swells. <laughs> and then we wait six months. <laughs> and then you have to wait till the next side notes to find out how it ends. I will tell you on the next episode of the I Have, no- I Have Some Notes podcast, we're going to be doing Jurassic World. Oh, this. Dun, 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 dun. No, no, keep going. But do it, but we we'll do it with like the booing, like kind of. Like, <laughs> that'll, that'll be coming up on your. Uh, I have some notes uh, podcast feed. Uh, in the meantime, uh, please, uh, if you like the podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes, on Google Play. Share it with your friends. Uh, share it with your enemies, uh, and also uh, join the conversation. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Also, uh, we're, we actually post this into a subreddit called Fixing Movies on Reddit. And there's lots of cool things happening there as well. So uh, go check all those things out. And, uh, yeah, we will see you for a podcast episode shortly. Well, not see you, but you'll, yeah, just that, yeah. We can see you through your microphone. Yeah, this is true.